In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together. We were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. You're listening to a Frequency Podcast Network production in association with City News. When you're in the supermarket buying milk, do you ever look a few cartons back to see if there's some that expire later than the ones in front? Do you ever shuffle through piles of meat looking for the one with the latest date? When we do that, we're not just buying food. We're buying time. Oh, and also, milk doesn't have an expiry date. It has a best-before date. And that's an important distinction to keep in mind today. There's a growing movement, at least in the United Kingdom so far, towards eliminating the best-before dates on most products. Research shows they contribute to food waste. And if you haven't noticed, food is getting really, really expensive. But would you buy your groceries without those best-before dates? Would you rely on the color of the lettuce, or the smell of the milk, or even the amount of dust that's gathered on that can of soup in the pantry? A survey released today asked Canadians these questions. Some of our answers were predictable, but others demonstrated that when it comes to food safety, we can be hypocrites. And perhaps our attitudes need to change. I'm Jordan Heath-Rawlings. This is The Big Story. Dr. Sylvain Charlebois is the senior director of the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University, which performed this study. He is also the co-host of the Food Professor podcast. Hello, Dr. Charlebois. Good morning. Why don't we start with a definition here? When we discuss best-before dates on our food, what do those dates actually mean in Canada? Well, so best-before dates basically will suggest to the consumer when uh, a manufacturer believes that the physical, the uh, microbial uh, content uh, aspect of the food actually is compromised. So if it's a fresh product, typically manufacturer will like, give about 10 days but if it's a uh, it's a shelf stable product, it's it's ninety days. So uh, a lot of products will have a best before date, and and in Canada, very few products you'll see an expiry date specifically. They use best before dates uh, or package on that day. So in in the fresh section of the grocery store, you'll probably see a lot of package that day, like in a meat section, for example. Right. So tell me the difference then between best before dates and expiry dates. Well, there's not much difference. Just expiry dates will suggest uh, that uh, the product actually is no longer uh, safe to eat. Uh, there are exceptions uh, in the law in Canada, like baby formula would actually have an expiry date. There are a few 
exception in the law right now allowing manufacturers to put an expiry date and you're basically asked to throw that product away if uh, if that date has passed. So you guys recently did, and, and the results are out today, a survey of Canadians examining our attitudes towards best before dates. Let's Begin this with a little bit of context. Why would you do this survey right now? What's happening to make this conversation relevant? I guess, especially in Europe. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think there is a, a global context related to best before dates. Uh, in recent months, we have heard or learned that many grocers in the UK are actually uh, eliminating uh, best before dates on many of their products, anywhere between 300 to 500. Uh, Wait, Rose, Morrison's, uh, Tesco. In fact, Tesco was the first one in in the UK to do that uh, four years ago. So this is this is not new. But in England and some parts of of Europe, uh, you're hearing more and more grocers just eliminating best before dates because in in science the, there is a lot of blame given two best before dates, encouraging people to throw away perfectly safe food. It's often blamed as a culprit to generate more food waste. So that's why more and more grocers are looking at eliminating food waste. Now in Canada, we haven't seen that yet. And that's why we thought it was a good idea to just go and and ask Canadians about this issue. Before we get to the results, do we have any idea how much best before dates can contribute to food waste? I'm sure everybody listening right now has had a product at some time where they thought it looked okay, maybe just a little discolored or something, but the best before date had passed and they tossed it. That's right. So when when you go back to uh, the scientific literature, there, there are really two drivers that, that do come up on a regular basis. One is, is our ability or inability to manage inventory at home. So you'll forget things in your cupboard, on even on your counter, a kitchen counter in your fridge, mm-hmm. because life takes over, you're traveling, you're not eating a specific planned meal at home, you're, me- you're eating away from home. Those are the types of things that actually generates more waste. And the other thing are best before dates. Uh, a lot of people will uh, throw away food after the expiry date or the the best before date has passed. So you basically are encouraging people to throw away food regardless whether or not the food is safe to eat or not. So what were you guys hoping to find out uh, by undertaking this survey of Canadians? Well, we were were wondering whether or not what's going on in in the UK is actually possible again right. is there is there is there any interest is there willing some willingness uh, from Canadians to actually buy products without a best before date and and frankly I don't think anybody has actually looked into this matter until now okay so don't keep us in suspense then what is the top line results of this survey and were you surprised by it 27 <laughs> percent of Canadians actually, would support the elimination of best before dates on food packages. And and so it's 9% who would strongly support and 18% who would support. The rest of Canadians would basically not, uh, would not do it. I mean, the fact that this percentage is very low, it's not surprising. Our country in Canada, we have a very strong food safety culture. In fact, when you look at uh, over the last 20 years, 
I've participated in, in some benchmarking exercises and we actually realized that uh, our food safety culture is very strong. The food industry is very good at providing safe food to Canadians, but there's, there is a downside to that. People are addicted to, to food safety practices, including best before date. So it's embedded in our culture, whereas in Europe, I'm not saying that people actually will eat anything and everything. It's just food safety is not as top of mind as it is here. I mean, it's there's not even a chance for any policymakers to entertain the idea. Right. <laughs> I mean, I actually have been on Twitter of late asking people if what they would do, how they would see that, and you can feel that. It's, it's not even a polarizing issue. It's just the vast majority of Canadians uh, would see that as as irresponsible behavior, I guess. If it's not even polarizing on Twitter, you know it's a consensus. <laughs> exactly. Well, there are differences between food categories, of course. Right, yeah. So tell me about that, actually. There are some real details in here. So what kinds of products, best before dates, do Canadians really, really respect? And what do we just ignore? Yeah, so uh, obviously animal proteins are a a problem. I think people are reassured by best before dates, and I'm talking about dairy and meat products. Uh, both categories uh, they score very strongly. People absolutely want best before dates because often, I mean, as consumers, when you walk into a grocery store. Yes, you do buy food, but you also buy time. Uh, I mean, every time I go to a grocery store, I will see someone look at different packages. They will look at dates, and and they want to buy the product uh, for which the best before date is is the latest as possible, because you don't know exactly when you could consume this product, and so you want to give yourself some time as much as possible. On the other hand, and this is really the tricky part, if you're actually buying a product. Uh, for which the best before date is tomorrow or the next day, you're expecting a, a discount. And, and more and more grocers are actually offering discounts. Well, if you eliminate best before dates, how can you possibly provide discounts? Huh. So there, are, there, is, there is a theory out there suggesting that if you actually eliminate best before dates, you could raise... Uh, food prices because the ability for consumers to save based on the time uh, there's left before the best before date is passed is limited. So there's there's a lot there that uh, needs to be unpacked uh, over the next little while because we haven't really looked into that matter. I'd never thought about it that way, that when I'm looking for meat and milk, and I do exactly what you just described— that I'm also purchasing time. But it's exactly what you're doing because you want it to sit there for a while. Yeah, and you don't want to be rushed or pushed into buying or eating something at home. You want you want options. We want options uh, as much as possible. So if, if you don't feel like buy, uh, eating the, the steak you bought today at the grocery store, you want to eat it tomorrow, you want to have the luxury of having that option. Uh, but if you get a 50% discount, well, you may be willing to compromise along the way. Well, eliminating the best before dates would absolutely reduce the number of opportunities for consumers to save.
So I've seen some conversations about eliminating the best before dates. And one of the arguments that I've seen by people who are in favor of doing that because of the contribution to food waste is that for 95% or whatever of the products we're talking about here, you would instantly know when it was actually bad, right? Nobody's opening uh, expired milk and drinking it and not realizing immediately that it's off. So I guess my question is, like, isn't it enough that we can be able to tell? Like, what is the actual safety risk of uh, eating products after their best before dates, given that it's often so obvious? Oh, yeah. So people, uh, many people actually will rely on, on senses to, uh, to, I guess, assess whether or not a product is safe or not. Uh, smell, taste, uh, uh, looking at the product itself. Uh, but it, it is also important to note that most microorganisms that can make people sick do not change the smell or the look of the food. Listeria is a good example of that. And, uh, and of course, uh, the 2008 Listeria outbreak that, uh, that happened at Maple Leaf uh, really reminded us that you can actually have a sandwich with processed meat. Uh, that meat could actually have Listeria, but you can't really see it. It hmm. would taste the same, but it would actually make you sick. And, and unfortunately, we, we, we did learn at the time that 20, 22 Canadians actually died as a result. So that certainly is something that is top of mind for many Canadians. So that brings me to what you call in the survey food safety contradictions. Can yes. you give me some examples of those? How do we contradict ourselves? Well, and this is really uh, what I think is a bit fascinating because I think there there are two tales, I guess, in, in the survey because we did ask Canadians whether or not they've consumed food after its best before day has passed. And 78% of Canadians actually did say that. Uh, but at the same time, 65% of Canadians actually thrown out unopened food because its best before date had passed. So on the one side, you're, you're, you have people living on the edge, <laughs> I guess. And on the other, you got you, you got people who even though the product is unopened, they're they're just they just threw the products away. So it's really interesting. There's a mixed bag of of risk managers out there slash consumers, and this is what's going on in the UK. The UK grocers are telling their customers, you know what, you're the most important risk manager in the entire supply chain. I don't think it can happen in Canada, at least not yet. Do Canadian grocers have similar power? Would the government get involved or need to approve if, say, Loblaws wanted to eliminate best before dates, but Sobeys wanted to keep them? Is it still uh, each business's choice? It's it's complicated because in Canada, we have a three-layered food safety system. There are municipalities, provinces, and the federal government. So uh, as a grocer, you'd be concerned about municipalities because they're the ones providing oversight. So you want them on board along with provinces and, and the federal government. The federal government will actually set uh, regulations related to labeling and best before dates as well. And Health Canada is also involved in that discussion. So it's, it's a bit complicated. I mean, just a Metro a couple of years ago uh, decided to allow people to come in with their own containers to get refilled by by clerks in the store. That took about two to three years to get it approved. (laughs) So 
it's yeah, it's it's a heavy. Uh, we're dealing with heavy bureaucracy here in Canada. So unless a grocer decides to lead the way uh, in Canada and saying this is this is uh, nonsense, uh, we're not going to see any changes. But I mean, our study today shows that it would be a highly unpopular position for any grocer in Canada to actually to take. You mentioned that animal products are the ones people are most cautious about. What are people the least cautious about? What foods are people most likely to eat even though the best before date has passed? So in in the report, you could see that there is a, there is a uh, major difference between, say, dairy, uh, meat, and I should mention also seafood. Uh, those are the three big categories where uh, best before dates are, are very critical for, for respondents. Uh, on the other hand, you have produce and packaged food, non-perishables, I guess, and center of the store items, dry goods. Hmm. Best before dates aren't necessarily that important there. Um, what I, w- I was surprised about, about bakery, bakery scored high in pre-prepared foods as well. So the counter-ready uh, food products, uh, the pre-prepared food, uh, ready-to-eat products, those are the those those products really scored uh, much higher than expected. When you say higher than expected, you mean more people were willing to eat them past the date? Well, actually, no. More people saw best before dates as important for that specific category. So it's pretty obvious that, uh, at least politically, this is not a palatable option, <laughs> no, <laughs> no pun intended, for Canadians. Um We've discussed this a lot this year, uh, and there is inflation, there are supply chain issues, there are even food shortages in various parts of the world. If eliminating best before dates are not an option, what could be done to reduce food waste and make the food available to us last longer? Well, first of all, I think the best before date option is is considered because the one level where we see a lot of food waste in the entire supply chain is at the consumption level. We do waste a lot of food at home. I mean, there's a couple of things you can do. Of course, one is to uh, is to better uh, the packaging technology. There is technology out there basically that could give uh, information to consumers in real time, whether a product is in a fridge or in a cupboard, uh, telling the consumer uh, whether or not the product has pathogen in it or not. I mean, hmm. basically, and so the label would turn, say, from green to yellow to red. Okay. But that comes at a cost. And we are seeing skyrocketing prices. So I'm not entirely convinced that a lot of people would want to see higher prices as a result of. Uh, high-tech packaging telling them whether or not a product is safe or not. Right. Um, I, I would say basically uh, the most important thing is education, telling people what do best before dates mean. Uh, it doesn't necessarily bad after. It just means may, you may want to trust your senses, but not not everyone can afford to trust senses. If you have a compromised immune system, hmm. it's very difficult to take on that risk. If you're pregnant, for example, things like that, uh, it really depends who you are, really. And so those are the things that could actually make a big difference at the end of the day. But on the other side, on the supply side, there is some exaggeration using best before dates. So you're, for example, you're seeing best before dates on salt, on honey. Huh. And these products 
will never go bad. I mean, ever. And so you're seeing some abuse uh, of the policy, I guess, slapping best before dates on, on anything and everything. And I, sus- and, and I would certainly encourage some oversight there. You mentioned that Canada has an incredibly strong food safety culture. Does that need to evolve to grapple with food needs in a changing world? I think so. And, and, and the fact that food prices are going up, I think, will actually get people to think differently about food, food access. Uh, and, and frankly, food waste is, is something that is much more top of mind now because people realize. So, for example, in Canada this year in 2022, the average family will probably spend over $14,000 on food, well, uh, of which at least 2000 will be thrown away at home. At least two thousand. Wow. And so, if you don't throw away any food, you'll offset the impact of inflation. And people are starting to notice because they are paying more for food. So that education is important, but also getting people to make different choices based on who they are and how their health can cope with some of these products. I think it can actually make a big difference, and it could actually lessen pressures on food on our food systems. Because we're basically selling a lot of food that really end up in the garbage, unfortunately. Sylvain, thank you so much for this. Always fascinating. My pleasure. Dr. Sylvain Charlebois, Senior Director at the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. That was the big story. You know what's coming next. I'm about to ask you to take our listener survey. In fact, I will beg you, if you need that, to go get it done. You can go to thebigstorypodcast.ca You can click on the word survey at the very top of the homepage, or you can just type in thebigstorypodcast.ca slash survey. It takes about five minutes to complete. You can offer your unrestrained feedback. I am especially looking for constructive criticism. We wouldn't ask you guys for your opinion if we didn't plan to do something with it. So please help us out, thebigstorypodcast.ca slash survey. You can find The Big Story in every podcast player and on every smart speaker. Just say, play The Big Story podcast. And of course, ratings, reviews, friends, you know the drill. Thanks for listening. I'm Jordan Heath-Rawlings. We'll talk tomorrow.